You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Six Rings. The dynasty continues. And football things. The X, the Z, vertical routes. I love football, man. With your host, Andy Hart. Well, Andy Hart is a football genius. I'm not going to pretend I sit down and watch the All-22. Next question, Andy Hart, please. Nick Fitzy Stevens. Is that Fitzy with you this morning? Absolutely not, Fitzy. This just in, I'm dead inside. And Chris Shine. Derek Carr, however, is a guy I would ride tonight. I think Matt Patricia's a boob. And we are back for another three-man full squad. No, this isn't spring training. This isn't training camp where only part of the roster is taking part. Full squad, six rings and football things podcast. I'm your host, Andy Hart. Obviously, alongside, we have the sometimes positive voice of Patriot Nation, Nick Fitzy Stevens. And then we have the always Mac Jones Hayton, Chris Scheim, who, Fitzy, interesting little note. Mm. I've been told that Chris Shimes hate has uh, cross pollinated the podcast world and been making its way over to the PU and friends podcast on Patriots.com, where he's bringing Shime takes to that world. And people are like, who's this Shime guy? And they're like, well, he's the guy that does the podcast with Fitzy and Andy. So Shime's negativity is truly, truly snowballing and going global. So As a matter of fact, this, baby. Now, yeah, that's called shit rolling downhill. Uh, <laughs> so I, I actually had a, a conversation with your former employer, my sometimes freelance employer uh, of recent day, talking about the upcoming season, Andy. And I even, in conversation with uh, one of our respective colleagues over at patriots.com slash unfiltered, was approached and or asked, like, what is and or what is the like, why does Shime hate the Patriots so much? Like it, <laughs> the word has spread like it's out. Like, really? That, I like that. That stack of papers has landed on the street corner like extra, extra. Read all about it. The New England Patriots robbed Chris Shime's childhood. The New England Patriots shot Chris Shime's parents in an alley coming out of a Broadway show. Well, so the, see, that's the funniest thing, right? They graced my childhood with so much victory and success. You'd think I would be a Homer fanboy, and I'm not. I am. Uh, I try to be as uh, realistic and uh, sometimes as negative as possible. And you know what? If if people are people are on board or against the negativity, well, welcome welcome to the show. So okay, so Shime, I will you say, to just be a total hater, guy. <laughs> Shime, I will say it's fine. It's fun. It balances out what, in my opinion, is too much of the Homer 
uh, aspect of things. But I will say, right up, it's fun and entertainment and balance right up until the point you pick up the phone and you say, hello, and it's, uh, Chris, this is uh, Jonathan Kraft. <laughs> At that point, you might have a little squirt in the old shorts and figure out how you're going to talk your way out of that situation. What, yeah, there, gonna, there's, what, what, there's, what is he going to say? It's not like It's not like I'm calling him like, you know, uh, bad names like some people have been have done in this city. I'm not. I have never once attacked him. I've never uh, no, once no, no. attacked Understood. Robert. I love those guys. They brought me everything in my childhood. But and if so you come I for the Patriots, you're coming for the family. See, that's the thing. It doesn't uh, matter. It's an. It doesn't matter who you may insult yeah. or and in, in who you may dis, well, uh, disparage or that you are displeased with. I'll put it this way: If you ever see like uh, you know like either a blocked number or unlisted, and you pick it up. And you hear like, why don't you go and check the front door? Don't answer it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, let's be honest, though. I bet Belichick would appreciate my candor, but then call me a bumbling idiot as well. So, I, you know, and yeah, so, yeah. don't and worry so about Bill. I, yeah. Don't worry about Bill. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a last name craft you have to be I concerned with. So okay, just, just avoid that. Interestingly, they're great people. They are great people. Interesting. Best. And passionate um, in their own right. Yeah, so like that's the other thing too. Like Jonathan is like a legit, like Robert is a legit fan of the Correct. sport and of the team. So like I get it if he'd be miffed at me for being negative about the squad. Okay. So it's interesting that we start with this sort of uh, balance between homerism, negativity, optimism, pessimism, positive, negative, white and black, dark and night. Because... The Patriot... Did you dabble in jazz poetry while you were away for two and a half weeks? It's a bit of a cosmic gumbo. I Summer. like it. I'm just I like, rolling, I like baby. It. Just rolling. So like of late, ESPN made note with a series of uh, blogs, stories, written off surveys of unnamed NFL people, a variety of unnamed in the league people where they rated. I believe it was, uh, Andy, I believe it was 50 executives, coaches, scouts, and players, yes. all anonymously uh, aggregated by Jeremy Fowler. Correct. 50 of them answering best players at every position. They then posted these daily updates, and they did it 1 to 10. Then they did others, and then they did others receiving votes. So at some positions, 18 guys are named somewhere in that range, whatever it may be. And of note is the fact that there was one Patriot to crack the top 10 at any of the positions. <laughs> he did so uh, by the old skin of his tight end teeth. Hunter Henry came in 10th at tight end. And it's kind of tied to sort of like a tie goes to the. <laughs> one. Yeah. Which is so, fair. Like, I'm not going to if somebody wants to say he's the 10th best tight end, to be fair. And to be frank, especially, you know, if you're talking fantasy uh, fantasy land tight ends absolute wasteland well i would also say tight ends a position if you're 10th you're out of the discussion tight end is not an overly deep spot if you're outside of like yeah. the top five you're in like a big clump of players correct because it's been top heavy for a long time so we have that to work with that the nfl has spoken they're you know a representative sampling of coaches gms front office whatever has spoken they don't think very highly of the patriots talent and that no, had me don't. thinking that had me thinking about the famous Scott Pioli quote. We're not, and this is from the early 2000s. I'm not saying he's involved with the talent at this point, but this was an early philosophical part of the Patriot dynasty, dynasty one. We're not collecting talent. We're building a team. And that team was good. It won a Super Bowl, surprisingly. Then it got better, added even more talent, won a couple more Super Bowls. 
hindsight, we say, well, you kind of were collecting talent because you kind of had some Hall of Fame talents littered throughout that roster on both sides of the ball. But that perspective, ask, I, I bring a simple question, and I want Shime to answer first, the Dark Knight that he is. Of course. I yep. want him to let me know, now that the league says Patriots talent, not that good. Are the Patriots as a team heading into 2022 capable of being better than the sum of their parts, or are they who their talent says they are? I, I think to you know bring and it was with Dennis Green, right? They are who we thought they were. Like that's yes. that, and that's it. I think we will careful recognize, not to let them off the hook. Yeah, I think I think we yeah, will nope. recognize that we'll with the Patriots as the season goes on. I just. Uh, I think NFL or the NFL execs and scouts and whoever they interviewed for this were pretty much right. I don't think, I guess maybe you might be able to make a case like Matt Judon should have been an honorable mention, but was not, is not a top 10 D end. Uh, they definitely don't have a top 10 linebacker or corner. Um, I, I bet by the end of the season, you may see a Patriot safety crack that top 10 that I wouldn't be shocked about. Um, Hunter Henry sneaking in by the skin of his, teeth it makes sense to me mac jones should not be a top 10 quarterback and then the running backs I, I i really like the running backs but i also understand why they're not top 10 there's a lot of talent at running back across the league um damian would be the closest i guess but to me he's probably right in the middle of that pack probably somewhere in that 13 to 16 range um so i, I think that i think it's accurate and purely yeah you you want to build a team sure but in order to do that, you also have to have talent. Just because you have a bunch of guys that play really well together doesn't mean you're going to win a lot of games. Like it, it, You may win some games you shouldn't, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be successful either. So to me, Andy, this harkens back to, and I know people are want for not making comps to the 2001 Patriots team because this isn't Tom Brady. Times have changed. It's a different style of gameplay. The athletes are more elite. They're faster. They're stronger. I get it. But to me, one of the things that I have always loved and that I believe to have helped sustain what Tom Brady's and Gronk's and the Seymour's and the Brewski's and McGinnis's, if you will, the Hall of Famers or Hall of Fame adjacent talents, the Vrabels, the Ty Laws, then the Rodney Harrisons did during that time was build a very strong middle class of talent. Now, you're going to need more than just middle class talent to win when you play elite level players from Derrick Henry's to Devontae Adams, from Darren Waller's to Tyreek Hills and Josh Allen's and beyond. But I feel like save maybe for the final two positional groups that we reviewed and previewed recently here on the Six Rings podcast, cornerbacks and linebackers, the two positional groupings, if you will, that have the greatest possibility of either surprising or potentially letting down. Uh, I think the Patriots have stacked up nicely in the wide receiver room, at the tight end position, at the running back position, in the quarterback room. The D-line is maybe even a little better than we've given it credit for, or so we'll hopefully soon see. And obviously safeties and special teams are pretty top tier amongst other NFL teams. So when somebody says, yeah, they lack elite level talent, look, they got one guy in the top 10 of 11 different positional groupings, and that didn't even include special teams. I can understand why somebody wants to go ring. The empire is uh, coming for the, for our planet air raid siren. Like the purge siren could go Hero off March baby. Yeah, exactly. Like I understand why people may say, lock it up, wrap it up. Bill Wolf, uh, you know, Grow and company did a lousy job. I don't see it that way. I see a fundamentally strong team 
that doesn't have the top tier talent, but doesn't have holes really safe for cornerback. And I think that's what's going to help keep them in games all season long. Do they excel? Do they compete? Do they go beyond? That's, you know, what we'll find out over the next five months. But I don't think that they're going to get laid out flat on their face just because they don't have a bunch of guys with 95 and 97 Madden ratings. Well, and I would also say, and you bring up 2001, and I think that's fair. There's been enough comparisons. Pioli's part of that era, the whole thing. Mac, the rebooting at the quarterback position. There's enough reasons to, and quite frankly, Robert Kraft referenced it this spring where he talked about, you know, in the past we had some good teams that didn't always be considered to have the best talent. But in hindsight, they had better talent than we thought of at the time. And that's where I think the optimism as a Patriots fan can and maybe should come from. Can come from, definitely. Should? I don't know. I probably have to wait two or three years before I know the answer to that. But if Mac Jones is who the, the promoters think he is, if Christian Barmore, who ESPN rated as the number two most likely second-year breakout player candidate, if he is... Yep. Richard Seymour or some semblance of that, a, an impact Pro Bowl, All-Pro defensive lineman. If Kyle Duggar ascends to Pro Bowl status, which I think could happen as early as this year. Preach! Then if these questions start to be answered in normal developmental fashion, these to me these aren't, um, you know, pie-in-the-sky dreams. Well, if Jonu Smith becomes the best tight end in football, not going to happen. You're if six, Nelson Aguilar can just finally live no. up to his two-year, $22 million, nope. deal, it's not about that. Nope. No. It's not. No. It's more it's about exactly like what you're saying. Yes. Development. And, yes. you know, and if, if you continue, I think everybody agrees, looks like they had a good draft in 2021. If 2022 brings a starting guard for the next five, six, eight, ten years, if it brings even a... Um, complimentary, rotational, decent receiver, if it brings one of the two corners contributing on some level, right? If those things are positives, which we, we can't say they're negatives right now. We can't say they're positives, but we can't say they're negatives. If that natural evolution, we may look back on this team in a different light. But that being said, those are not questions in Buffalo, Kansas City, L.A., Las Vegas, they have proven elite talent that now just is trying to get over that hump of going from, we know we're talented. Can we win 14 games? Can we win 15 games? Can we be the pack leader in a conference? Well, there's still also the scenario as well that those guys, or at least some of them, continue to develop and break out, and this team doesn't have success. Like There is also that possibility. But would you bet on that? If the talent develops, if Mac Jones gets better, I'm not even going to go all in on Mac Jones, a top five quarterback. If Mac Jones gets better and this year makes the jump from, what did we say, like 18 was kind of an average ranking for him somewhere. If he gets up to, everybody 12. agrees he's 12. And then yes. you go, well, in year three, if he gets, you know, a couple spots better, if I think we all believe still, regardless of what happened last year, Bill Belichick is still a pretty good coach. They had an abysmal yep. season, I think, coaching-wise last year. But I still pretty think good can, coach. he's a pretty, pretty good, good coach. Hmm. We're not getting into the coordinators on offense. We're not doing it. We've done enough of it. We're not doing it. Let Just the record show, Bill. Andy Hart said Bill yeah. Belichick is still a pretty he, good coach. I think Mac Jones would have to have a monstrous leap for you to have playoff hopes. This year? 
Yes. Agreed. See, but I'm not I, talking I, about I don't think so monstrous is gross. No, Andy, Andy, you yes, you agree, but I, I don't think the majority of people do. I don't think Fitzy agrees. Like I think if I Wait, think hold Fitzy on, time out. to if, what degree? To what degree? I, I don't like, think Mac Jones is gonna have a monstrous Mac, leap. I think no, he'll no, take a significant leap. Okay, significant leap to you though. What the hell's the difference between monstrous and significant? Uh, 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 there's Instead a, of going there's a twenty-two lot. and thirteen, you're, he's going twenty-eight and thirteen. Yeah, if like, he goes thirty and fifth, monstrous would be thirty-eight touchdowns and fourteen picks. If he goes just like Herbert, twenty-eight to thirty, this team yeah. is a playoff team. If That's he monstrous. Doesn't, if he doesn't, this team isn't a playoff. If he's Burrow esque, it's significant. And wasn't a playoff team <laughs> because he didn't have that good a team around him. You want to know why? While the defensive line was pretty good, the secondary was oh, suspect. The linebackers were in transition. The offensive line was spotty. They had good wide receivers, but their special teams were an absolute medical waste fire. So these are all issues that the Patriots don't have at this point. So that's kind of what I, again, I don't expect. Like, unless we go harken back to linebackers and corners, which I know people are going to probably try to pick on once often frequently and tomorrow when the games begin for real starting September 11th, unless those areas are such tragic letdowns that they just basically keep the Patriots out of games forever or for the majority of the season, then I think the Pats are going to be able to A, grow, B, develop, C, begin a positive forward trajectory towards be having a decent to de pretty decent season this year and growing into 2023 and beyond. And like you said, Andy, earlier, the idea, like in 2001, you just couldn't have known who Richard Seymour was or was to be. You had an idea that Ty Law was pretty rock solid. Brewski was obviously very good. You didn't know what Tom Brady was. You know, a lot of those guys were, but identifying who could be these new tent poles around which to build on both sides of the ball, laying that foundation, that's what I say keeps them in a lot of ball games this year. And come two, three years from now, we might be saying like, wow, who who knew that we had in Barmore another Seymour? Who knew in Ramondre Stevenson we had another offensive focal point? And Duggar, your insert new Rodney Harrison type here. And that's why I think the comparison to the 2001 team gets um, gets a little bit misguided because mm -hmm. they won the Super Bowl. Compare yeah. it to the 2001 team, and let's just pretend – that they lost to the Raiders. Like, they made the playoffs. They had a nice turnaround season. They found a young quarterback, but they lost to the Raiders, which even Tom Brady agrees they should have because he finally admitted to his buddy, Charles Woodson, that it was a fumble in that documentary that ESPN did. Let's just say they lose that. They miss the playoffs the next year, and then they win in 03. To me, that's a similar timeline, comparison, rebuild, bridge, but they just won an accelerated crazy stars aligned Super Bowl in 01. This team is trying to build towards an 03 title, which would be yes, maybe I'm completely year. with you. Like I, Bingo. I think Bingo. If, this, if this team if this we team agree. is building in the right direction, this is the 2002 version of the Patriots. Yes, this year. which unfortunately was Tom Brady leading the league in touchdowns, was a team that didn't make the playoffs. Like they were good, not great. They had warts. They tried to make a cert. Like mm -hmm. there was a lot of ins and outs to that whole season. And in the end, they came up short. But I and think now also... there's no Tara Reed, but we do have JLo. So we'll have somebody else to blame it on who makes terrible movies. But I also Wait, think JLo have to do with the Patriots. Well, now she's part of Patriots Nashville? Nation now because she just oh. married Ben Affleck at a Vegas drive through over the weekend. So yep. Pat's Nation just got one pop queen stronger. But I also think that like, if you're hoping that this team is similar to the 2002 team where you're building for 2003 or in this case, 23, that might be like the higher end of 
the optimistic scale, in my opinion, right? Like I, I think. Oh yeah, they went fourteen and two. They ne- they went two no, years. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. That's not what oh. I mean. I, I'm saying like this year being that 2002 year is towards the higher end of the optimistic scale. And that like, team was nine and seven, Shime. Like this team to me could be more, you know, 2000 than 2002. See, that's where you take the, the, the leap into negativity. Yes. That was I, a cleanup year. That was Pete Carroll. We don't have enough people. We started the year with less than whatever the rosters were at that time, 48 or something. They didn't fill out their whole roster because they decided there weren't enough good players to fill out a roster. And Bill's like, I'm not just keeping a guy because it says I'm supposed to fill in this line. I mean, We're it kind of feels good. like what he did at linebacker. He's just like, ah, oh, there's no good guys out here. I'm just not going to fill any more linebackers yeah. and, and pick Would up a bunch you of Would wait and see if they can play? This is also in addition Let's to... See, we have to do podcasts twice a week leading up to the season. We cannot wait and see. I'm what I oh, forgot the rush and to judgment is, is perturbing to say the least. And Josh Uche hype like yourself. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, deep I, or I, something else deep. Nipples uh, right. deep. Uh, not gross. That's just absolutely disgusting. Both of you clean it up and clean up on aisle six rings, please. Would you? Okay. So I, I just want, you, I, this is my give them a shot season shine. And you always wh- have a, give them the shot season. You're either giving them a shot or predicting a super bowl. There's a reality below that. Yeah, no, so but I, there's the too biggest, many variables. There's too many. There were like, there were, there see, are, there I, were, weren't that many questions on, on teams I think the biggest difference this year in particular is it's uh-huh. not even that the Patriots got exponentially worse. It's just that everybody else got much, much better. Like there's going to be, a, there's like five non-playoff teams from last year that uh-huh. are legitimate playoff contenders. Are the this Patriots year. better? Or, or so, or so we no. think Shime and Shime, hold on the, uh, you know, two th- I'm not saying that, uh, you know, ev- anyone else is calling themselves 2011's, you know, Namdi Asamoah, Philadelphia Eagle dream team. But a lot of these teams that have supplemented with free agents and new guys and gone out and bought themselves a whole bunch of tackles and running backs and corners and receivers, it should work out for them, but it's not necessarily going to, but at least we know, given the fact that there hasn't been that much turnover or or if anything else, they cleaned up all the slow feet and brought in some youth and speed on the team, that these Patriots like to and can play together. So I'll give them that they have some cohesion, familiarity, and a little chemistry heading into the season, as opposed to some of these other experiments. But Andy just asked, are the Patriots better? They're not. They're not better than they were in But What if they are better, but their record doesn't indicate that because the rest of the league got better? How are you sure they're not better? They lost their two of their best players okay. in the offseason and did not add like anybody. Well, they replaced one they think with a first round pick, right? You now, ho- no no no. They, you won't get me one to of argue those first round picks are not Oh, you won't get the first round pick. Yeah, they replaced one with Cole Strange, sure. Yeah. So and if if the year two jump, which is a thing, we all know that a lot of NFL players get a season under their belt and then are significantly better. They yep. have a number of guys that could be in that position. Key guys, at least two, at least two. You'll give me two, right? Barmore and Mac Jones are in line for year two jump candidates. They could be better. If you think Devontae Parker gives you anything, allows anybody to maybe fall into a more um, fitting role, that could be an addition. Like, there's reasons. The cornerback position... I'm going to avoid if I like if I were a lawyer, a defense attorney, I would never bring up the cornerback position because I can't I don't want that. And, on I, the record. and I can't talk about that. And argument. that's why I keep harping on it, because like to me, it's like the math don't hater. add up. You take J.C. Jackson and Shaq mm. Mason off this roster and replace them with Terrence Mitchell and uh, Cole Strange, who is a complete and utter question mark. And so even if Cole Strange is great. Mm-hmm. Shaq Mason was statistically, or at least, you know, by rankings, you're the best player on your roster. So even if Cole Strange is great and he replaces Shaq Mason, 
Terrence Mitchell is not J.C. Jackson. It could sorry. be a scheme he's shift, Shime. not even and, close. And neither uh, is Malcolm Butler, who didn't play football last year. He's a Super Bowl uh, hero. Right. Legend. Good for him. One, okay, one yes. play does not, <laughs> does not make a career. Okay, All right. So, I, I say we wrap this segment up and get to some potpourri because I'm too <laughs> – I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to get radiation sickness again from all this Patriots negativity. I think that is the we just I think culminated what is the offseason and what is the season to come in one simple yep. question. It's the Patriots talent. It's their ability to play better than their talent, be a team, maybe overachieve, maybe maximize their coaching advantages where they exist, cover up any coaching maximize. That's <laughs> terrible. We almost Shut up. through it. We almost it's terrible. It's fun. No, it's fun. It's actually fun. Terrible. It's silly. It's goofy. It's ridiculous. You know what is sauce in my you know, dinner? You, you, no. You know what I is didn't going say to that. Be fun. I would never do that. I'm just I'm here for the wordplay. We're going to have a fun potpourri segment, or as I call it, Pat's Puri. After terrible. I tell terrible. you the best ways to contact us because we do want interaction. We know we're getting a lot of listeners. We see the numbers. We we get praise internally for the numbers, but we want more interactivity. We yes. want it on Twitter. At Six Rings Pod, that is my easiest way to interact. If you rip me, everybody knows I will engage. I am like Maverick. Always. I am like anybody else. I'm. I will engage. I don't let it flow. And if you want to just do a more traditional, thought out response in an email, it's at Six Rings Pod at Gmail dot com. Or you be can reach with out Andy because his his uh, his phasers are always set to kill, not to stun. And That's mine true. are set. And mine are set to pun. Uh, you Ugh. can also reach and there you go. More terrible. You can also reach Andy at you suck at Andy So 